Hey everybody, how's it going, man? This is your favorite Native American, Jose Cruz. You know what? We are. I'm excited, man. We are back at it once again with the podcast. And today, you know, I got my man Johnny Fisher. That's me. I'm Johnny. Fish. Yep. Fish, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy you to need be a here. Hug. I do. I always need hugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> guilty. Guilty with hugs. I, I love love hugs. Love yeah. Hugs. So today, man, I'm gonna give you a big old spoony hug <clears throat> after the show, man, and. You know, I'm you excited guys want, about we'll it. Record that and yeah, we'll definitely record that. But today we have a special Directors guest cut. and um, the director's cut. <laughs> <laughs> the behind the scenes. What, re- what really happens? <laughs> yeah. And so today we have a special guest, man. I'll let him introduce himself and uh, just give us tell us who you are, what you you know, where you're from, what you do, and we'll just kind of go from there, man. Because we've been chopping it up already for about an hour before yeah. shooting, you know, and so everything seems like it's pretty dope about you so yeah tell us who you are what you do yeah i'm, I'm there, Fre- fresno native you know been here my whole life uh grew up you know humble beginnings but you know i'm, I'm honestly just just i'm, a, I'm a, a person that loves people at the bottom of my heart there's nothing more that matters to me than people um doesn't matter all walks of life like everything that's that's what my whole life is about i, I was a teacher for 13 years uh unfortunate event that turned out to be i think that that you know, there was a plan that happened the way it did, and I got my own theories on that. But um, yeah, you know, I just, you know, I've, I just, I've come into my own lately after about with PTSD, still deal with mm-hmm. that and depression, and kind of started a nonprofit, but really dive into the mental health space and and to people that are unfortunate, you know, less fortunate, you know, the underprivileged, the disadvantaged, and you mm-hmm. know, at risk kids mostly. And that's that's kind of my, I mean, I, I was pulled out of the classroom, so to speak, but. I still have a passion for a kid just in a different capacity. Man, I mean, that sounds... I mean, I feel like you saying that, the first thought that came to my mind is that maybe that hits, like, real close to you home. You know, is there anything that you grew up that the reason why you're reaching out or you want to help those who can't help or those who don't have a voice or those who struggle, all that you just mentioned, is that something you experienced or is just that something you've seen? No, it's something that that I experienced, you know? Like, it it sucks, but we were talking before we, we came on that, like... Johnny was talking about, you know, bad days, good days, dark days, and it kind of, it's kind of unfortunate, but I have, I have most of my days are dark and, and people don't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I smile, I make people laugh a lot. That's what I do. Yeah, you, you were doing that earlier. Right, man, and, 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 it, and it brings me, it brings me temporary happiness, but mm-hmm. I don't, I can't recall a lot of times where I've just been happy. Mm. So all the pain that I have inside, I go and I'm like, how can I make somebody else feel happy? And my wife, and that's like, yeah. it's not a joke, but it's one of those things. She goes, it's like, I got a, I got a hole in, in my heart that I'll never mm-hmm. be able to fill. No mm-hmm. matter how much I pour into it, it'll never be filled. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. I mean, that's, those are things that, you know, I've, I do go through, you know, uh, I, 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 I definitely can relate with that. I, I 100% can relate to that. I can relate to trying to overwork myself so much mm-hmm. and just freaking exhaust myself so that I don't have to deal with like what's happening here and here, you know, and that, that misconnection or that hole or that, just that, that spot and just like, just working like crazy and and then coming home and like doing like as much as i can at home until like my body just says enough right you know and And then the flip side the flip side of that is the withdrawal Mm. so all of a sudden i just like i'm unavailable yeah yeah it's like i'll lose myself and my phone on purpose even though i've got like life happening around me like you're in a in a world by yourself And, and and it's not that way all the time like i have reached like when 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 my 
uh, when Bubba first died, it was during basketball practice. I had like a year and a half, two years. Um, and he was, I, I stopped counting at 16 kids that died in like five years, 16 wow. of them. And <clears throat> so when he died, I, I, you know, I had a ceiling and I couldn't reach past it. And then finally I reached out to the most high and I was like, Hey, I'm, I, I'm, now I'm at your will because I can't do anything and I don't want to live this life anymore. Mm-hmm. Not not saying I'm suicidal, but just this life sucks. I, I can't imagine waking up and this being my whole life. And then I I started reaching a new level and then that ceiling became my new floor. Um, and and death became something that I, I, I wasn't, I, I used to, I was terrified of death when I was young in the fourth grade. I cried myself to sleep every night. <clears throat> and And then death all of a sudden became something different. And then it seems almost as if to test that theory within the last five months, I've lost seven people. One of my best friends passed away. Um, and then the last one, she just passed. Um, I believe it was suicide. And she, and she had been like, there were cries for help. She was in the military and she had a three-year-old daughter. And I found out a couple of days ago that she had died. Wow. And you, and so with, um, with this, uh, you're not in any like physical pain. Like, oh no, oh, yeah, I deal with okay. extreme. Yes, you pain. have extreme, yeah, yeah, yeah. and 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 you're in this pain. And that was a setup question. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah. <laughs> I know that you were <laughs> in pain all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you catch that? Yeah. Um, but but like you've spent and you gave your body to a sport, to a game, to to a football, you know, to and that allowed you to get an education, which allowed you to become a teacher, which has in turn allowed you to do what you're doing now. But it came with a price, yeah. right? And, and it even came, even going back to giving it for um, a sport, I, I didn't give it for a sport. I gave it to my people around me yeah. and, and to, and I gave it <clears throat> the pain that I would cause myself was a way to deal with my own mm-hmm. pain. Yep. So I could go out and, and, and run as fast as I could into somebody and hit helmet to helmet. Mm-hmm. And that was like, my dad always made fun of me. Like, do you had a touchdown with not in anybody? And then you got this guy over here. You just hit him. Like, why would you do yeah. that? And I'm like, Cause that, that doesn't bring me joy. Like, like the pain was, was part of, of a, of a game that I was playing with myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought like, I prepared for death every game. I mean, whether it was going to happen or not, like broken necks happen. And, but the amount of pain that I would cause and I wake up the next day and just the body can't move. And I'd be like, this is, this is living. This is why I could feel life. Now, do you think, cause, cause you said you have a uh, nonprofit or foundation yep. <clears throat> helping those that feel that way. Is that something that you feel like even now that you want? I feel like you want to take on pain of others. So within this or process, the, yeah, no, you're right. Days. You're right. You're right. So, so in in the and, and I'm and, and again, it's part of like this whole spiritual awakening for me. But in the native culture, there's there's the Hayoka that is like the sacred clown. And I've always realized like, why do I always, it doesn't matter what it is. Like I take on people's energy. I take mm-hmm. on people's emotion. And like, why is that? I never really understood it as a kid. I'd see somebody walking down the street and all of a sudden be like, damn, why do I feel blue? Like yeah. that guy feels blue. I feel blue. Mm-hmm. But if I get around happy people in an environment, yeah. I could take on that, that form and I could be happy. But it, so it's like mirroring almost what other people around me are feeling. So if I'm around pain, I can, I can lower, and that's why I was an effective teacher, is I could lower myself to a, a pain frequency, a vibration, the, ho- the Holy Spirit within us, is I could, I could become that way in, in a mental state or whatever, but then I can bring them out of it. 
because I had the ability to bring them out of it. So it's a weird kind of, of thing. But when I was younger in teaching, I would just hold on to all of it. I would never let it go. So then like I would get sick, physically yeah. sick, you know, they're like the pain mm -hmm. is part of it. But, but now that I can, I can do that and like bring people out of a negative state and then I can just pass it off because wow. I don't have to hold on to it anymore. <laughs> you know, you saying that, man, um, I don't know. I think you kind of like finished one of my life sentences that I could never finish just like right now. You know, and I know I see my wife nodding her head and that's kind of how I was or that's how I am. I was a youth pastor back in the day and I would and we had this thing where, I, you know, or at least when I was a pastor, really, I had this thing where I wanted to connect with people so much as far as to, to like to know their pain, to know their struggle, to let them know that, hey, I was there, too, you know, because I grew up in those dark days. I grew up in that dark life. You know, and putting it together now, especially experiencing, you know, <coughs> excuse me, my sickness and, you know, my double death experience, um, you know, and I, I don't know why I feel like I need to hold on to that because there are people that I'm like you, you know, I see somebody sad. That makes me sad. I want to get on that frequency. You know, th like, I just want to say thank you right now because that really what you just showed me really what my life sense has been hard to complete. You know, mm -hmm. in saying that, you know, let's talk about your foundation. And really, I mean, you gave a lot of reasons why you started it, but behind the purpose of really getting it full motion, starting it and going with it and running with it, what prompted that? What actually. So real quick, uh, like I know where you're going with this, but I, I just wanted to say, like, I, I remember the day. Like it was like the week that Sean started this. It seemed like it, it was like so new, and we just we just Sean, so Sean and I we didn't know each other. We would run into each other and say hi. We have mutual friends together. Um, I'm not from here, so I, yeah. I don't know the same people, I'm Sean. Fasting. But like I know who Sean is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we've seen <laughs> each other and stuff. And then all of a sudden, now this guy is constantly showing up. And he's always like in my life. He's always like around. Mm -hmm. So it's like you have to pay attention to to the people that God is, is putting like in front of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? The people that are in your path, they're there for a reason. And yeah. sometimes they're there for you to learn. Sometimes they're there for you to to mm -hmm. what you know, whatever they're there for. And yeah. um, you know, I just I've just always valued um seeing Sean because he has helped me and he doesn't even know it. And there's times where, um, like he, he, we were talking, we talked, like we were talking in there earlier about you know being at, at sports games and stuff like that, and and seeing each other. And you'd say something, and inside my head, it's like making so much sense, but I don't know how to verbally like get it out from my stomach all the way out, you know, into my and or even say thank you because I don't understand the right words, right? Yeah. None of it, not because I couldn't find the right emotion. Yeah. Anyway, so I remember this day. And it was like winter time, and I'm like, we're in Dollar Tree, I'm, and I'm there with with uh, Caitlin and which, by the way, she's her in sister. The studio audience. Yeah, Caitlin. Do a little, do some social media, social meds for us, um, and uh, so we're at Dollar Tree in like the middle of winter, and I'm like, man, why is this dude in a tank top? And like, 
why is he so hot? <laughs> Skateboarding <laughs> probably over there. <laughs> no, okay. So he's there with his girls and like they needed something or whatever. No, I said, why is he so hot? It was like a different kind of hot, but like whatever. I was, I was, I was, I was making, I was making, I was making a funny joke. Anyways, but like he had like, he had like a tank top on and a hat and it said my town. And I was like, oh, that's so rad. Oh, oh shit. That's Sean. I, bro, what's that? Like, and so we hung each other. And he's like full of life and energy. And, he, and because we had talked already about like what had happened with Bubba and and, um, and just like other things like uh, that, that have happened and stuff and like where he was going with it. And like later on, this is before my injury and stuff. And so like just his energy and he's like, yeah, I got you, dude, let's do something. Let's, let's whatever, whatever, whatever. And, and I'm like, yeah, let's, yeah, let's do something. Okay, man. <laughs> it can't be, it, it can't be. be. But it, I'm still waiting for a hat. So, and, uh, oh, there are hats? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, there yeah, there's hats, there's freaking shirts, tank tops. Nice. Like, medium tank tops and stuff. Yeah. So, so that was my town, and, and it was, but it was, it's, and it's not was, my town. It's our town. Right. Mm -hmm. So, we, we, we had the umbrella that we created. <clears throat> so, just, just so happened, uh, CJ Dunning, online she was she was doing some stuff like for for kids that have gone missing and she had been looking to help find them and just like connecting resources yeah and i was like dude i like this and for me is like i said like to me money doesn't matter when you grow up humble Whoa. beginnings i tell my dad i said you're, you're in the right I, I, you're my, in the right you're but my right. pop he, he he got he got upset one time we always had love in the house and we always okay. had food you're and i'm right, like you're right Dad, dad, but that's not what I'm saying, man. I mean, it's all relative. Like when I say poor, I'm not saying I had a bad childhood. I love my childhood. I wouldn't tra trade for nothing, but we didn't have a lot of money. And he would go and talk about being poor, but then he wouldn't want to use those words. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, pop, we're a humble beginning. And we got in a big old fight. Yeah. And, it, and me and my dad, we fight like, like brothers. He's not much older than me. So I mean, I'm like, dad, you were 19 when you had, my mom was 17 when you guys had my brother. So like, you, you think you're going to be well off? Yeah. Like, obviously not. So, but what they always had, they always had love. Mm. And they always had like, be not, not like prideful, but be proud of who you are and, mm -hmm. and, and what you represent and like go out and work for what you got. And, and I've always been the type that like, I love people. Like that's prosperity is it, to me is people. Mm -hmm. And, and so when I thought of my town, it was to help out. This is right after Bubba died and he become this leader. And usually like when you don't see that, <clears throat> you, you see a kid, they'll grow up and they, they're like, they grow up out of high school. Yeah. But this I got to see in high school and I got to see him grow from his freshman year to his senior year. And I was like, I, that, this is my calling. I'm supposed to create leaders. So working with Clovis West kids and it was like, all right, if we could create leaders in the school, then they could help bring everybody else up. And then we can mm -hmm. I can provide to them what I have. But instead of I, I can't do it on, on a mass scale like that, but I could help others do what mm -hmm. I'm doing. So we actually we, so we, we started this program. It had like life skills. Uh, we did CPR first aid, which yep. one kid actually saved that. his mom's life. Really? That was walking from, down the yeah, hall. That was from uh, Jay Lynn. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jalen. So he's walking down Jaylen. the hall and yeah. sees his mom in the room and she's choking. And he, but he, but recognizing the signs, he walked by and he was like, oh, wait a minute, mom's choking. And the fact that he learned the technique formerly known as the Heimlich, which they don't say that anymore, yeah, no. which whatever, the Heimlich maneuver. Mm -hmm. um, but he saved his mom's life. And that's something that, that at that time, I thought my town was going to blow up because I'm a dreamer. But for that specific moment, it was it was for him to save his mm. mom that changed his life, yep. and it, it it got me into contact with kids and to be able to be there as a resource for them. Yep. 
So then it was like, but my town is just singular. It's for me, mm -hmm. but this is our town, yeah. right? So once I met CJ and saw she was doing, and, and, and I've always been the type, like going back to the money thing, like, and again, I hope the most side doesn't take away my, my and, and again, it is what it is, but donating money. So it, being in real estate, it's like, we're doing this and my wife is crushing it, but I'm realizing like, I'm not good like her. I'm like, this is like, you're way better than I'll ever be at this. Mm -hmm. I don't have what it takes to be good at this. I, I'm, I'm with people. So I'm like, all right, let's, let's start donating money. Like, how can we help people? Mm -hmm. So I, I donated some money to CJ's cause and I donated a little more. And then finally I'm sitting there. I was like, dude, I like, I need to get back on this nonprofit train, like our town. And I'm like, it's about helping. It's the at risk kids, the disadvantaged, mm -hmm. the kids that I was helping in continuation school yeah. mm -hmm. and the ones that need the most help, the ones that I could help. And yeah. when you talk about like the spirit, like when you connect with somebody on a spiritual level, and I don't think that that's talked about enough in, in organized religion, that we don't, we don't talk about the Holy Spirit enough. Mm. There's a spirit that's inside of all of us that wants to, to be joined together. And I think that's why when people want to like talk about frequencies and vibrations, those are all real, but that's the Holy Spirit emitting an energy to connect with itself. So mm. then when it connects with itself, it can vibrate at a higher frequency that is that is togetherness right so once it was like our town then it's like i have my own responsibility in yeah. my town to take care of our town so once <laughs> we connected there then we just started you know reaching out we fought formed this nonprofit in like six months got the paperwork back in like six months That's incredible it, it, it is so it's, it's so fast so all these things just started working out and he started just putting people into place that were meant to be in place and all of a sudden we just, and then like my buddy, I started hanging out. We were filming a video for that, that fire thing that happened at Fresno state. And this kid walks up, my boy, Steve, Steve's got down syndrome and he walks up and wants to be on video. Hollywood's Hollywood English. Right. <laughs> and I was like, all right, come on here. And I get his name and I'm like, dude, and I'm, I'm just thinking, I'm like, who's your mom? And you can't really understand him unless you know him. I'm like his translator <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm like, and ends up, I had been hearing so stories awesome. about this kid for 10 years because wow. his mom was our nurse at, at when I was a teacher at OCAP and, and oh. Pershing. So I'd been hearing stories about this kid and then I meet him. And now all of a sudden, like we start hanging out and he's my homie. And like yeah. how many years later was that? <sighs> 10 years. Yeah, it was like 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now I got this friend and I'm thinking like, okay, so now as I'm, as I'm forming this, as we're creating this nonprofit for at-risk disadvantage, I'm like the disabled community is huge yeah and then you get the veteran community that's huge and it's, it's so so what we're creating is like a is a is a reciprocal mentorship mm -hmm. of people that are hurting but hurt differently mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i hurt differently than than steve may hurt mm -hmm. steve is is misunderstood steve is not out he's out in the community but there's other people like steve that aren't out in the community that that need socialization they need like these life skills this life coaching yeah. and they're not getting that right so so what they're lacking you get veterans that are lacking in in you know what, what they're missing is like the ability to be vulnerable and and they're like dealing with all this <clears throat> mental mental health stress yeah they complement each other perfectly you create a mentorship with a with a veteran who's dealing with ptsd or whatever and you go and you meet him with a steve and they all of a sudden form this brotherhood. They got a battle brother. They got their battle brother back that they may have lost. Mm -hmm. They got a battle brother that they need to take care of. Yeah. This person needs him. This person needs him. And all of a sudden you build these, <clears throat> this brotherhood of, of people that are go together. And all of a sudden it's like you have a job. They can help you on a job. You have this, like whatever, like you got your mentor. Yeah. And man, I mean, I mean, that's a lot.
you know, I just, I just <laughs> it's a lot. My bad. Is, no, that's perfect. You know, because again, all I'm seeing and feeling is, is your energy, and all I'm seeing is that. Do you think you taking on, you know, people's personas like fear, sad, anger, or depressed, or dark days, and even their happy days and joyous? You know, do you think that really what that's what feeds you to keep pushing? Because a lot of people who do start stuff and it, and it gets like mm-hmm. it hits a plateau, like page I don't, six, yeah, page <laughs> six, yeah, yeah, you know. But words, just like meeting you now, talking to you now, I don't feel like you've hit a plateau when a lot of people do. You know what keeps you motivated to keep doing this stuff? You know, especially at this high energy where it seems like you can connect with anyone, anywhere any time you know because again when people think about like mental health or sickness or issues personal problems and i'll be and i'll be be the first one to admit i didn't think about like the you know the the other community as far as like people with mental like health disabilities and all that and you know the vets and all that that's still because again you you think all of veterans day you know all this stuff once a year you know, but then the and the ones with the mental disabilities, like you don't know what they go through, and it just seems like you actually took it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Actually, literally connecting with each person, because only pe- I think with social media now, people only connect with the obvious. Mm-hmm. You know, people only keep reaching what I guess. I think what I'm trying to say is that people connect again with the only obvious, and they forget the actual other communities actually probably need more help mm-hmm. yeah. than that. And I feel like that's what you're doing. So, so with the energy and, and I think that this is why I was made the way I'm made. If, if I walk into a room and my energy level is way high and I'm all happy and giddy, that person that's sad, I'm never going to connect to that person. Why? Mm-hmm. Because that person can't raise their, their mm-hmm. own vibration. Just be relatable. Right. So all of a sudden I'm the way I am. Like, and I, and I don't know if I was saying this, but, recall being happy like i can't recall being truly happy like we won a valley championship like i you know a lot of stuff to be happy about chess is a big time sport man so i mean <laughs> i might get down. i play middle <laughs> chess all the time though that's what chess this is chess hey right, y'all had to think about it for me yeah, like, yeah. have i won some in chess <laughs> I, don't know. I don't think so <laughs> yeah, let me do the man i'm you just know? playing i'm just but, playing but, but like but football you, is a big time thing Valley is, championship that's big man it's, it's big but then and, and then i even talked to my coach about this who, who got his 300th win this year and he was like you were happy i saw pictures and i was like that's what you saw yeah. But that's not what I felt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying I was happy because the people around me were happy. Mm-hmm. I was like taking on as a chameleon. But being really happy, those people don't always connect to the people that are really sad. But somebody that's really sad can connect to that person. And then with the people around them, can mm. all of a sudden lift i can lift up i could bring this sad person to the to that happy person and i can i can join that person in happiness after after taking on the persona after taking on that person's sadness Mm -hmm. with me so now we're we're our holy spirit is joined but i have the ability to take that person on a ride with me i might not stay there but that person might stay there and i noticed that a lot of times when i was teaching kids would come in and tell me the darndest things yeah and, and i don't mean the darndest things but i mean like crazy so as i was i was raped over the weekend and i'm like wow i'm your teacher i'm your pe teacher at that dummy why are you telling me this you know not, i don't mean to say dummy like that but but the, the, the relationship that we had and I have, i've had kids reach out to me afterwards saying so as you saved my life like i was i would have got committed suicide wow. i mean i even had one kid that was trying to commit suicide i mean too many times and i told him one day in the bathroom i was like dude I, like i can't deal with this anymore i'm just letting you know like Either, either you you have to do it, 
but or or don't but but promise me right now if i leave this bathroom and i say i'm not going to give up on you you can never try it again you yeah. promise me well i feel like you like really put him in a position where you called his bluff it's like dude do it or don't do it or don't you know and, and uh, let me ask you this then man do you think sometimes that's healthy taking on other people's issues sad 100 not healthy yeah 100 <clears throat> but my life is not my life like I, I grew up a lot when i was younger and and being afraid of death like you don't really want to hang out with anybody nobody really want to hang out with you so hmm. i started listening to bob marley in the fourth grade as well as the first time i read the whole bible in my little itty bitty you know like hooked on phonics mind that it was the new testament i didn't realize i mean it was the it was the gospels i never realized that the the bible was past the gospels but <laughs> yeah. i read it and as i read this book i was like this is like all makes sense this is completely like i get it it's etched in my heart already like strongly in my heart so when I'm reading this and then I'm listening to Bob Marley and I went deep into Bob Marley, not just legend. I went all the way, like as far as you could go with Bob and the lessons that he was teaching was kind of an anti-establishment, yeah. but like really about spiritual love. religion and love yeah. and all that. And, and it's like, so for me taking on this, this sickness, so to speak of, of, a and I, I don't think my, my grandma was the same way and she could pray and like have things happen like that. But when you look at the Hayoka, and in that way, in that spiritual, uh, that that sacred clown, that mirror, the only way that people that are down like that can be raised up is if you can connect to that person yeah. there and and help them guide so, them to that. So, Sean, when when you started figuring this out, so when I started figuring out, like uh, for me, like um, not why I'm supposed to be here, but like yeah, 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 okay. So getting to know like the the new the new Johnny, right? Mm -hmm. I look different, I think different, I act different, um, I have different thoughts, I have, you know, and, and and finally saying, okay, I'm I'm tired of hanging on to this old guy. Not that I'm old, but I'm kind of old. But like to to I'm, I'm tired of trying to be this person over here that I used to be prior to this happening, right? And and I've talked to you about this before too, because if you haven't related, you're gonna, you know, we we've talked about. It. Yeah. I looked at myself in the mirror, and I didn't know who was looking back at me, bro. And so when I finally said enough, and I just let it go, and I just, I'm getting goosebumps right now because I'm thinking about it, and I'm just, when I just decided to get to know who I am now and what I'm supposed to do and how I'm supposed to do it, and like that's when my good day started and then like a bad day happens a dark day happens but then i get three good days yeah and like they might not be in a row but like i'm coming off a really dark day uh the day before veterans day now i don't know why and we talked that day yeah and i was i mean i was texting you some stuff man i was just i was i was just something just inside me sometimes it just hurts but like even after talking to you i i swear we're sitting here talking right now like i felt better yeah i felt better um, I went to Cup of Joy and a cup of coffee too. So mm -hmm. that also helped things along. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I like, I mean, I like what you're talking about, man. And you know, again, what it comes down to is relatable. And let me ask you this: because you're coming off, you know, I mean, I hate that term Christian, mm -hmm. you know, believer and all that. You know, is that what you are? One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, the reason why I don't like that is because, like you said, I feel like organized religions really failing and really putting a bad stigma on Christian mm -hmm. believers and all that. And I've learned, and I feel like this is kind of why the previous podcast was so successful was because I think 
the vibe I'm getting off you, man, is it's relational, and I feel like I'm. Uh, that's how mm -hmm. Jesus was and is, man. You know, the woman at the well, he met her at her spot. Zacchaeus, when he went to his house, you know, and you know, and the vibe I get from you is that that you that's what that's what you are, that's what you do, that's why he can call you, that's why I can call him, he can call me. You know, um, how important is that? You know, to be a believer, but not really push that organized religion and to get people on that same frequency, man. Because, like you said, all of us have the Holy Spirit. We all have that frequency, that mm -hmm. vibe. You know, and when you tune in together, because that's mm -hmm. what Jesus did, you know, and he still does that today, mm -hmm. you know, because that's what he did. He took on our pain. And that's kind of where I was going with my yeah. with my thing was like with with you. And then once you figure that out, like like you know you, you have to have like I mean I know we 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 live in dark places and we live in places where people don't want to go, mm -hmm. and 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 like just piggybacking off like we we're it's so funny how like we can just you're set you're getting to what I was getting at and whatever, but like. Uh, we're Eskimo brothers, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but you have to be thinking like, man, this is a good day. I got to help. Bop, 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 bop. You good know what moments. I mean? It's, yeah. okay, I good, good moments. Good I moments equal can, 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 can kind of pick up a good day or like, so, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, so with that. And that's, is that what you were saying too? Were you yeah. like getting around to like, so like you're helping all these people. You're, they're getting on this vibe. Well, you're I wanted to ask out, them that because. You're figuring out like, like, oh man, like. <clears throat> Okay, so this new person has new vibes, and I'm being able to, I can pick up on things with people, and like now it's starting to come, like why I'm supposed to be here, like why yeah. I'm kind of. Well, what I was getting around right? to, because again, the, the the vibes you're putting out are Christian, you know, I don't want to put the title on again, but um, but then that's why I had to ask you that to get around full circle on like you're reaching out and what you do now and how you're connecting with people, because the first thing I thought about, like I said. Jesus was relatable to mm -hmm. all men, and and there wasn't one organization he represented. There wasn't one church. There wasn't one building sign, and no office, and no mm -hmm. secretary. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like you had access to him, man. Um, and again, that's the vibe I'm getting for you, man, because that's really, I think, in my experience, man, especially these past few months. You know, I've I had an, I have a new perspective on life, man, because simplest things to get up and do, I couldn't. Mm -hmm. Past four months has been you know, the hardest months of my entire life, you know, to go back to an, an invalid, just a zucchini, just there. No worth, no value, couldn't do nothing, you know, and I was left by myself here and here. My wife has been the best person in my life <laughs> to get me out of all this, man, and bring me through it, you know, and to, to hear what you're doing, you know, now, like you said, my purpose, because mm -hmm. I asked myself, even every day, even now, I get it's hard for me to talk about it. Cause why my why was I why was I brought back to life? Yeah, you know why? You know mm -hmm. when doctors told me the people who get what you get, there's a forty five percent chance that you don't survive. Mm -hmm. yeah. But when you get it back to back, and your the second time is a hundred times worse, but yet you're still here. And I've been battling that with myself. You know why? You know why am I so? special in being here there, there's yeah. always reasons and and i look at it the same way and, and i missed i missed my first grade year my second grade year and my third grade year 
And it, it for for people in education knows that if you miss one year, you're like at a increased risk, like seventy percent going to prison. Yeah. Two years is like ninety five percent. In three years, it's unheard of that you don't go to prison. And I missed three years. Why? Why did Why did I never read a full book until college? Yeah. You know, like all these statistics, these things that we overcome. There's a reason we're overcoming those things. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, why is it that one day, I I I had known this dude from the gym for a long when I was growing up. Why this one day did I go and I see him at, at a random gym that I don't normally go to, you know, Alfonso Bigelow. Yeah. And 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 why why do I okay. see why do I see Bigs over here at at the gym when I was just hitting abs and mm -hmm. just getting ready to dip out and him say, Hey Sean, man, let's go get coffee. Like why why do you ask me to coffee? Why when we, we went to coffee, he he gave me this book. So read the power of now. Why when I read that book did all of a sudden the the missing pieces of my of my spirituality start to connect in the moment and realize like oh my gosh mm -hmm. why did the depression that i've been dealing with in the past like start to make sense because i'm living in the past that's what depression is and living in the future that's what anxiety is mm -hmm. why did the moment connect to the source to the holy spirit mm -hmm. why did all this pain that i'm having like why was it lining up like this why and then you start looking at like because then he would be like like i started realizing there's no coincidences and he, he mm -hmm. and he would tell me sean there's no coincidences mm -hmm. and i'm just like let me just, let me test this out. Let me just see. I'm just going to start paying attention if there's coincidences. So I found out when my buddies had cancer at Costco, I was going to get this floaty to for the pool. Just this, this, the big, big boy floaties, whatever. What, what kind was it? Was it like the Toro one or like, uh, the, like the lines the on it? You just the big chairs you sit just in. a big ass chair. Big, they're awesome. <laughs> I know. So, I like to jump in my pool and oh, try to can't. like land. Oh, on you that. break them. It pops out. It pops out. I had to take I, a bag of little I, stuff I, out of your pool. I, not I, good. I think I've had to bring like a couple. They're like, hey, man, you got to stop bringing this shit. Back. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, we know what you're jumping. doing. <laughs> we know what you're doing. I'm like, do you? No, you don't. Do Alexa, are you watching me? <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, back to the float so, thing. Sorry. So, I go. You have me at float. <laughs> I was supposed to go to two places and then Costco. Right. And yeah. I wasn't supposed to go to Costco for a floaty, but I ended up, I had to stop here, took extra long. I was like, oh, I'm here. Let me go here. But I counted it that day where I was supposed to be two hours prior, three, tri three, three extra stops ago. I was at this place and behind me shows my, my buddy Mark rolls up behind me and I'm like, what's up, dude? He's like, what's up, Sean? And this is literally impact. He was going there to look at these floaties. And we start talking. And he goes, man, hey, just, you know, I don't know a lot of people know, but I have cancer. and I'm, I'm, I'm fighting it. You know, I've got treatment coming up. And I was like, why, why? Like, I'm here right now? And this is after I already started trying to figure out, like, there's no coincidences, but yeah. just accepting what is. <clears throat> and when I found that out, everything that's lined up after that, I know it's a way in that moment, it brings me back to the moment. So going back to that darkness and that sadness and like, does this bring you happiness for this, helping this one person? Not In a sense, it brings me joy and peace to know that that person is going to be because it's been divine that we've been connected and that one person is going to have purpose and passion in their life. That's going to be a ripple effect that, that, that goes from them and, and mm -hmm. it might have started from a conversation or an mm -hmm. opportunity mm -hmm. that i was able to provide or whatever that is but now their ripple effect they found their purpose and in that i can look at that situation and, and be fulfilled mm. but not necessarily happy 
Mm-hmm. So maybe I don't know what happy is. And maybe it's like, I think that happy in my mind is smiling and feeling good all the time. But that's not what happiness is to mm-hmm. me. Happiness is, is seeing other people achieve happy. their goals. Yeah. I'm like the dude that, that like is, is, the, is the stepping stone. Mm-hmm. That's the type of personality, the type of person that I am. Like, if you could this step me. on me, this is me right, right? Here. all the time. Put your foot right here. Like, do you yeah. ever do you ever get up? No, that's not my job. I'm not supposed to be up there. I'm supposed to be right here helping mm. you get up. And mm. and the more I do that, but the more people I help, and I think that the thing is with this, like I said, this whole it, it, it's hard to feel. It's there's not enough. My my reach isn't big enough, and and I know that that each person matters. But when they're gone and they're off doing their own thing, it's like all of a sudden, like that's gone, like it's fleeting. You know what I mean? It's still like I still feel that goodness and I'm happy for them, but then it's on like to the next. Like, how do I help somebody else feel yeah. good? Get them out of this darkness because there's so much darkness in the world yeah. that like <laughs> I feel it and you, it's it's heavy on me. So in order for me to to help like this overwhelming <clears throat> sense of darkness, I've got to just help as many people as I can to bring mm. them into the light to help. Like, okay, you're next. Like, all right, here you go, you go. And and as they f- start to fulfill their purpose, they're going to start to connect dots around me and around me. And eventually, I think that it will eventually bring me into a, a, another a, a lightness that I can finally say, you know, like, Papa, you you, you could finally be proud of me. Mm. You know, like I've done what you've wanted me to do. And that was a, and real quick, that was a really good segue into, um, your podcast, uh, into the light, which we haven't even brought up yet, you know, and, and, and what a, what a great job you do. Uh, I mean, that was one of the, your podcast was a big reason why I called you that one day, you know, because you gave me, you know, I didn't think that I would ever even be doing this, nor did I even think that my voice mattered, but, um, you know, after watching your stuff like on Instagram and, and, and then, um, and then speaking with Jose and then being blessed to come here and just the friendship that's, that's come from it. And then the understanding and like what's going on with you. And I can sit here, Sean, and I I know exactly you could take out what's inside me and, and switch. It's the same. I get it. Yeah, I get it. And I I don't want to say it's coming for for you. Like, oh, it's coming. <laughs> hey, Laura, be no. ready. Be ready because uh, <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't because because I got you. I got you as much as you got me, man. And I, you know, if I sense, I've got you. I will. I will write a song. <laughs> Dude, the bass is there. My bad. I didn't mean to cut you out, Johnny. So I just, just ADHD is no, a, yeah. a crazy thing. It does. I know. <laughs> We just talked about floaties. <laughs> well, we'll um, hashtag I, w- I want to get into your podcast, man, but I like yeah. where that was going um, after Johnny threw my train of thought off. <laughs> you know, um, but we, I've had trauma. We, ha- we have those ah. moments. But I, I definitely, um, what I think what's crazy about it, man, is that this, because this world does miss that relational, that connection, you know, it really does. You know, this this world we live in, social media world, said it before, money's not the root of all evil no more, I don't believe. It's attention, you know, and that's all that people want is attention, but whatever mm-hmm. attention that brings to them, that's their happiness, mm-hmm. you know, and I think where I've learned now, I think what makes me happy is that when I talk to my kids, my family about my me dying, mm-hmm. and I had to square everything away. I'm like, look, I'm sorry I was like this. I went through all 
three of my kids and went to my wife, you know, and I talked to my kids even after. And like you just said, if if my whole existence in life never reaches multimillionaire production, all this successful, but my job is just to help people not feel alone anymore. Mm. Don't people never, I don't care how crappy of a person you are, but no one should ever feel alone, Mm-mm. you know? And if I'm that person that just reaches one person at a time, yep. I'll die happy, man. That's my happiness now. Because you don't get that unless you felt that true alone. Yeah. And being alone at the hospital, man, was the most difficult thing. And I think that was my new perspective. Huge. Because, like, you hear the scripture saying, you know, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. With every breath, God, you know, praise you. You know, and... I, I realized I didn't have no breath. Mm. I had none. You know, it's like God, I can't even give you mm-hmm. my breath because it's my. I'm I'm going to die if I keep talking, moving. It's, it was, you know. And I think when you said that, I feel like that's kind of where I'm drawing my happiness from after I'm healing up from all this, getting out, moving around, and you know. And I'm starting to see like the impact. You know, if this is all I'm meant for, this is all I'm meant for. You know, and that's where I say I'm happy with. Mm -hmm. Because I've been happy in moments. Yeah. You know, that again, like you've finished a life sentence for me, you know, and I've I've been happy in moments. I can look back at a moment where I'm like, yeah, I was was real happy then. But for some reason, I went down, you know, and then I'm looking for the next thing, you know. And so let me ask you this, man. Um, When you decide to take that on and you have your foundation, you know, you know, what what are your... um, shoot what what were your like your success stories but what were your like most difficult stories that you you're like dang i couldn't get over that or that's it made me think this way it made me you know feel or experience this way and i brought it home i brought it here here and it stood a while you know because looking at you talking to you now i don't feel like you know things really affect you you know because you know how to take on Mm -hmm. that pain or that frustration or that anger well, yeah. the, the the nonprofit we're still fairly new. Like we we've been up and running for like eight months now. Yeah. Um, and and just knowing how to take things like the the, the little victories. You know, mm-hmm. I got my powerlifting team. It's one dude, Steve, and he's already getting swole as can be, unbelievably swole. And I'm just like, gosh, dang, Steve. And he's like, he's he's feeling it. He's feeling himself. And I'm like, <laughs> good, because the yeah, the, the nonprofit is about providing purpose and passion to people's lives and with the reciprocal mentorship it's gonna do it it's just gonna take time and Mm -hmm. i and i understand that but i think that that the pain that i've lived through it's i still have and i still have extreme pain inside like i was talking with this group of teachers because i'm I'm talking mental health because right now mental health in 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 the education system with kids teachers staff everybody it's 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 you know i have a a psychologist friend we've been talking she works with the schools it's it's off the charts right now with mental health Mm -hmm. the kids aren't able to see a smile they don't even know what a face looks Mm -hmm. like all of a sudden and but they see what what the only people they are seeing are these extremely happy people on social media. So they don't understand like the feeling they're feeling inside is not what the rest of the world feels. So they are isolated. Yeah. So I'm oh. out there talking, I'm telling about this situation and, and like, and I start and I'm, I'm, I'm crying cause I still haven't fully processed like losing Bubba. Like I processed it, but at the same time, I've never grieved. I've never had a proper grief. Huh. 
And so when this stuff happens, like I'm still in the process of grieving mm. and, and, and I can't get rid of that because I don't know how, like in a sense that like, it'll never be for, forgotten because the PTSD that, that's within it because of sports and I love sports and I don't get to teach. I don't get to coach anymore. Like what I was really good at. I can't do it anymore because a trigger happens and all of a sudden, like I'm like dipped out. I'm on my phone. And, and so that everyday pain that I live with when, because these triggers happen all the time, it's, yeah. it's managing triggers all day long. Okay. So, so getting out of that, it, it's like, I've got to make sure even when I take Steve down to get trained, like he, stuff happens. Cause I mean, he, he's got down syndrome and they had, they don't typically from, from what I'm understanding is their cardio isn't as good. Mm -hmm. So he starts breathing heavy or, or my daughter, like they're, they're working out really, really hard right now. And they, when, when they bend over. Like I see death, like, and I don't want to see that. So it's like something that I love so much in fitness and, and I, and I can't fully feel like that joy with my kids. It, it's sad. Or sometimes that I withdraw from the people I love the most. And that's the thing with mm -hmm. my family unit. And I was thinking about this actually yesterday or today, cause we're bringing in a, a, a girl that is lost an opportunity um, on the central coast. And I met her through this and she's coming. We already have a girl that that's uh, getting her masters and she's trying to become a professional mm -hmm. golfer. We don't have that big of a house. We got a four bedroom house, but then, then this other girl needed, like, she doesn't have any family, her family's her mom's family's from Mexico. Like they have nobody. So she, like doesn't have any, so we're bringing her into our house so she could finish up her high school career out of high school. Yeah. So like all this stuff that, that happens in my life that I feel I feel like this overwhelming sense, like I'm not giving enough to my kids, but then I look and I'm like, you know what? We're one. Mm -hmm. I, I really felt like recently, like, dang, we like, it's like, she's my right arm. She's my left arm. She's like this. And we are all part of the same organism. And, and so when I go, when I reach out to help somebody else or they reach out to help somebody else, all of a sudden my joy has become part of their joy. Like mm -hmm. when they're happy, I'm like, wow, they're bringing me my happiness now and my wife and she's so she's got her brokers uh yeah. for, for for real estate she became a broker um passed the test and like her joy becomes my joy mm -hmm. and as long as i'm understood that's my big thing is just being understood because i've been so misunderstood my whole life and like you said being alone i spent a lot of years just alone no friends mm -hmm. like just by myself and like you like and you would think like oh dude you're pretty badass at football but there were times like i have like low confidence low self-esteem and there were days like my best friend, he had another, we had another friend, but my dad didn't like me to go like stay the night that much. Yeah. So he would like spend months and we get all mad at each other and he'd go months over here. So I would be by myself, me and my dad be friends. So I spent a lot of time alone listening to music with, with Bob and that's like throughout high school, you know, then I found like, like I would listen to music and going back to the frequency music that made me sad when I was sad is where I felt the best. Mm. I learned that from my daughter. I learned that from, from, from Madison. Like she would listen to sad music before she'd go play soccer. And Maddie was a baller, dude. Um, not that all my kids weren't ballers, but like, I'm like, why are you listening? Hey, Caitlin, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but like, she was like, clarifying. but she would like listen to sad music. I'm like, man, why aren't you listening? Like, I've made you a set list. I made you a playlist for like, like game day. Gosh, and she's like, yeah, you know, it's a like, chug, 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 chug. Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> and, and, and she's like, yeah, no, I don't like that. And it's like some sad song. And I'm like, oh my God, like, this is, this is horrible. Mm -hmm. Like what's going on in this? Like, 
Like, did 17 breakups? Like, what's wrong with her? Maybe <laughs> right. something's wrong with her. Maybe she may, Maybe she wants to sing about that, you know? Maybe right. said, something's wrong with me. But, 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 in a but like, she taught me something, and I, I was so happy. And even now, I'm so happy knowing that I could listen to a sad song and be, like, ready. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, like, uh, just listening to a good song. And, like, she made me understand a little bit more about music i thought i knew everything there was to know about music because like like all three of us uh, we would go put our walkman in we'd go disappear someplace yeah. we'd listen to bob we'd listen to <clears throat> whatever like we would you know and we would disappear like that and, that was and, my and friend those are my your friends daughter though that like is part of you and you had mm -hmm. the experience of saying goodbye not you said like saying goodbye to yourself mm yeah in that moment like you're saying goodbye to somebody that you love more than yourself that that you're saying goodbye to and that's like saying goodbye to a part of you you know mm -hmm. so like your your perspective on that side of it is like is the far side that you got to come back from it's like the buddy i i, I had my last yesterday i talked to a buddy that i was telling you guys you know shot himself in the head with a shotgun you know mm -hmm. and and right as he did it he was like Oh gosh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. And he lost a child. And he like all this stuff has, has happened, but he had the unique perspective from the other side to come back. And mm -hmm. not many people have that. Now, I do believe that we can get there by the death of the ego. Because a lot of people, it's like you could die before you die. And and I think that some people can do that through through psychology and 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 really realizing that the mind is just like a it, it's a playground for the devil. Yeah, and, and God fights with the devil all day long in there and if we can we can start to 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 do things in our lives that help feed god the like good, to, the to good. fight the bad but yeah. but the death of the ego and the death of the of the of the body are very similar but yeah. you almost got you 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 went to that edge yeah. and you got to say goodbye to parts of the body that you know of your body that are 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 your back though mm -hmm. you know you came back from the brink and like oh my gosh there's a newfound perspective that you have with your family you know what i mean yeah no i definitely understand um i felt that jose i i felt that that when i came and saw you after just losing my mom mm -hmm. and like coming back here and i i like i told you i cried almost all the way home yeah i called joni i was like man i like i felt the i felt the disdain i felt um how close you were now that sean brings that up like i like that makes sense total sense to me yeah and uh, yeah yeah, no, yeah you're right because again i again i never thought of it that way you know that's a part of me that's who i am that's that's them that's me and you know not not a lot of people have that opportunity not a lot of people are given that or provided you know and i think in that moment i was able to discern that moment and be in that and i'll never forget that moment you know because it was important one of the top one of the things i talked to my kids about i apologize look i apologize for being some this way where you guys walk up to me or you guys are around me and think is this gonna make my dad happy is this gonna make my dad upset is this is this you know would my dad like this you know it's like guys if i not if but i've made you guys feel that way and i apologize i want you to be happy for you mm -hmm. because whatever you do you, me and your mom are going to be happy for you mm -hmm. we're going to support you no matter what but for me to put you in a position where you need my approval i'm sorry I cannot be, I cannot be that father. I cannot be that man for you. I cannot be that example if I'm putting that over you to where you guys aren't 
you know, reaching your full potential because you want to, mm-hmm. you choose to. And when I said that, man, even after healing, I think my kids, their personalities and li- their lives have like jumped a hundred percent that I've ever, I've never seen them this, you know, cause they've always been happy. They've always had a great life, but man, the, I've seen different type of creativity, mm. you know, jokes and their real personalities start to come out and not walk around eggshells around me. Cause they know that man, dad, what's, and I told him what's mine is yours. What's yours is mine. This is though. You don't have to ask for anything. Just go. Mm-hmm. You know, just don't break it. Right, you right, know, right. You know, it costs money. You know, but now, now that I'm starting to see that, they, I st- I'm starting to feel, and I think, you know, now that I'm trying to again put it in perspective, I think what healed me physically is that I, I healed that spiritual side of my extension mm-hmm. of my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and that's what healed me. And you see them start to grow, and it's like because you take the opposite of what you were going through. They were losing their dad. They were going to lose a part, a massive part of them. And you came back like that's the biggest gift that a kid could ever get is like, oh, my gosh, my dad came back from the grave. Like, mm-hmm. like you think about all these when, when 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 we lose loved ones, we just want that one more conversation, just that one more hug, that one more. Yeah. And now all of a sudden they don't just get one more. They get they get a lot more. And, and it's that that they I, I got that that part mm-hmm. that was going to be missing is no longer missing it's there yeah like i love you dad you know what i mean and then they can feel that like sense like he came back from the grave to tell me hey go follow your dreams Mm -hmm. but he's telling me in the in in the flesh yeah doesn't have to come from the spirit you know what i mean yeah that's powerful and it is and i think what again again these are a lot like a lot of life sentence that i couldn't put a period to because it was just Mm -hmm. like this long run-on sentence that had no (laughs) it was so confusing to me man and talking to you now is really showing me that. And then talking to Fish, you know, and really, and Justin, who you just saw here, mm. you know, the, you, like those guys have been the guys that have been here for me since this recovery, man. Mm. And, you know, and I guess talking to you now has really, that's like, again, this, I'm getting all these periods to these life, these life questions and sense that I couldn't do myself, you know, and I feel like obviously that's what you're doing for people, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and that's, that's dope because I remember, Fish telling me about, he's like, man, Sean is just high energy, man. He's going to rock your world. And he just knows that you're going to just vibe with him. And I, and I feel that now, you know. And so, and let's get into now what you brought up, like your podcast. You know, it's called Into the Light. Yep. You know, um, let's go over that. What do you talk about? What do you, what do you connect? Because it seems like it's the same thing, you know. But how long, when did you start that? How long have you been doing this? And So the idea of it. Uh, maybe over a year ago that I did just a, a few just like talking to the to the camera just just like my story and it's hard to get through some of the this when, when I really dive deep into what I've been through because my I, I, I to inspire people is is what brings me that happiness that mm-hmm. I was talking about so I went through but like a lot of it's pain and not a lot of people want to dig into their own pain but I think right now they're at a, a point where they're like faced to like they're forced to face it. So. They don't know like yeah they they're they're yeah, yeah people are getting forced into <clears throat> facing their own fear. Yeah, and that that is bringing them into the light. Yeah. So the the conversations that are being had are, are are conversations that I want other people to be able to see and see that pain and recognize it in themselves to shine the light on it because the only way we can like 
it's it's darkness is is something that it only exists when there's no light it's the mm -hmm. it's, it's the lack of light mm -hmm. right so if you can just and, and you look at in the, in the darkest of mountains and there's a there's a fire you can see that light in the darkest of skies you can see one star you know so if, yeah. if people from that one star they can start to search that that one point in their life like and it doesn't matter like we were saying it doesn't matter how many people see it like people message me afterwards and like boom, they, they're not alone. And that, that's the idea of like into the light is them like stepping out of this darkness, mm -hmm. even if it's just for a moment to recognize like, oh my gosh, I got a problem. Like, oh, like I, I just spoke that out loud. Somebody messaged me on, on Facebook today. It was like, I just spoke out loud my biggest fear. Mm -hmm. I had another buddy that said his dad committed suicide and he was like, and I, I, I deal with this and, and I deal with something similar. But like I'm, I, I'm, I recognize that I could feel like I could see it, and and it's about getting these people to to come out of that shell. And again, there's so many different things under the sun that that people are dealing with that it's not just about mental health. But but when you look at the collective, we are all suffering from something mm -hmm. yeah. with with the with the psyche. And and for me to be being an uh, an empath, um, being able to feel what they feel, like I can resonate on that level feel what they feel help get them the, the person i'm talking to to get out what they're talking about because i know what they're going through there's other people that are experiencing the same thing and and we're all vibrating at the same level mm. now as we talk through it all of a sudden there's there's a there's a lighter feeling and that's in the classroom like i could feel when kids they'd be walking in the classroom and i'd be like hey what's going like hey how's it going like i always stand at the door how's it going how's it going like hey whoa they go on the class and I'd be like, hey, let me talk to you for a second. Come out here. And what's up? Nothing. And I'm like, no, really? What's up? What's going on? Nothing. And I'm like, look, and I'd always tell them, this is my, my line. I always be like, you could tell me you don't want to talk about it, but don't lie to me. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want to talk about it, tell me that, but just don't lie to me. I don't want to talk about it. And then I said, well, if you, when you're ready, if you want to talk to me, let's talk. So you get all these, these people that are dealing with this stuff that they just never want to talk about because mental health is a, is a stigma. It's a ta mm, it's taboo yeah. to talk about. Like we, we repair, repress. That's mm. what we do. But if you repress, you're never going to heal it. Right. Mm. You got to kind of crack it open and, and the ability to get down in that level. And that's where we were talking earlier about like, is this, is this my, uh, my struggle? Yes, it's mine. The, mm. this, but to crack that open and say, hey, this is what we have. This is what we're doing. You're going to open up right now, and we're going we're gonna to rise up together, and everyone that's listening is going to rise up with us into the light, and we're going to go in, in, and start the healing process right mm -hmm. here. I love that. I feel like we're all, like all of us, were, were, we were made to shine. We were made to shine. We were. It's just figuring out when and how, mm -hmm. and that that's the true challenge. Yeah. And, you know, it's... Uh, I feel like you're figuring that out and, and you're figuring that out um, through people. Mm -hmm. And it's it's fun for me to watch you, Sean, uh, to, to be honest, uh, to, to be able to watch you through your podcast or through you and you and Chelsea's, uh, you know, company and watching you guys grow. And I remember the freaking when you guys got your real estate license. Where still waiting at? on that referral hey, though. Like yeah. Yeah. I know Tafoya is your guy, but I'm like still waiting on that referral, uh, buddy. Uh -oh. You're here before. You're here before Tafoya was. Yeah. <laughs> Tafoya. <laughs> Anyways, but like we were Joni and I were at Sequoia and we we're having drinks and you guys just 
fantastic. You guys just locked on. You were so happy. I got to have a drink with you guys. Yeah. And I, I like, like everything, like you're just there all the time. Go away. <laughs> Please. Leave me no, alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> and I don't know how man. much either. So if you see me, yeah. it's like, yeah, there's a reason Come I'm seeing this dude. <laughs> no, but seriously, man, I like I've been able to watch all these things almost. And I know that I'm a little bit older, but like, um, 10 years, but like, it's, uh, <laughs> that fish, it's been, right it's now. been fun yeah. though, man. I like, I get to watch all these kids, all these grown folks like grow up and like become good humans. And like, um, you know, and, and, and listening to you and like your nonprofit and the things that you're um, interested in. I'm like, oh my God, did we get hit by the same freaking tree branch? Like yeah. the same, and like, I know where you're going with your stuff. I'm like, damn, did Jose get hit by that branch? And like in that, like why, branch why, of why yeah. Gosh, yeah. The tree? We got God. out of the clean though. Yeah, we got out of the clean. I got like that Jackie Chan nose going. <laughs> I hit by I rock, man. I could afford. I walked into a straight jab, man. Yeah. But you know, it, like, why is it that like these? This I don't want to call it a deficiency because it's not. It's 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 what we live with. It's not what we struggle with. It's not what we like. We live with this, and it's okay. And it's okay. And and but why is it that like? We want to be coaches. Why is it that we want to help people? Mm. Why is it that we want the same stuff? We don't get it. Why? We have to go to the edge? Is that what it is? It, like, I, I understood it, but I didn't get it. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, our, our childhoods were bad enough. Yeah. You know, I, I'm all right. I didn't need this, mm -hmm. but I guess I did. I guess I needed to get humbled, man. I needed to get, I needed to get checked. Yeah, and, I think that's what's hard for me is... Like the why of it, and and I just think because I'm right, I'm still in the middle of the why of it. I really am, you know. I really haven't started. I really haven't seen, you know, at least the fruit of it yet, mm -hmm. you know. And I think that's what I'm excited about. I have this tendency where I put my foot in my mouth, and I challenge certain entities, and I challenge. Um, I think one of my last podcasts I shot was called "It's Your Choice," and we're talking about COVID. We're talking about, and I didn't get I didn't get COVID for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And I remember saying this, and I think this is what, I think this is me, test, I tested God. I said, man, you know what? I haven't got COVID. I'm good, a little, you know, because I was working out, staying healthy. You know, I was like, I, I got, I, I was asymptomatic, all that crap. I was like, you know what? But if I do get COVID, I know right now I'm not right with God, but I'll get right with God. And if I do die, I'll just go to heaven. You know, and I remember saying that. Then a few weeks later, happened and then when i was sitting in the hospital that was the first thing that popped in my head that first night alone and god is like all right all right and again that i'm wondering now why i got after seeing that why am i here mm -hmm. you know like you said the log when it happened the tree branch why when you're in the hospital that night and you're you're fully aware after all the recovery the surgery and it's like why you know and why did i say that i don't know man right the stupidest thing. <laughs> well, ever. my wife says she goes, Sean. Things don't happen to you; they happen for you. Mm. Hmm. And that's and and, and why I, is it always I, our wives? It's always our wives. That, uh, like that. Seriously, like Joni, that, but that, Laura, yeah. Chelsea. Like they, I feel they bad. know. Like I'm like, damn, you gotta live yeah. with me. I'm like probably the worst person to live. <laughs> that's with what I tell her. Like, I tell Joni all the time. I'm so sorry. I'm like sorry. I'm you so. Told, my mom sorry. told her though yeah. before we got married. She goes. 
you know what you're getting yourself into, right? And she goes, oh, because we were together when my wife was 16, I was 18. She laughed, thought it was funny, but like, oh. And my mom said, no, He's no, so no, cute. I'm serious. Yeah. She goes, do you know what you're getting yourself into? And she goes, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And she goes, okay, I told you. Well, she was warned. Because my, mom, my mom's passed. And, you know, so there's this lady that <laughs> was raised us, Mama Tracy, when we were, when we were getting married. And uh, what did she tell you, Laura? She said, <laughs> "She's like Jose be Jose. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot that you cannot control, you, you know. And that's how. And that was, and that was like the most difficult because I couldn't find it. I wasn't looking. I went again. There was things they don't like. A lot of things that happened for me, I never received. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't happen to happen for you. And it. And I really believe men do not mature until like 35, 36 years old. Man, I'm forty. Probably like forty-seven or so. Yeah, probably like fifty. I'm thinking. You know, if you ask my wife, I'm still twelve. Yeah, and I feel like in my experience, that's what I've learned. And I feel like about five years, four or five years ago, man, is when I started maturing, man. Even in when I was a pastor, even when I was teaching, even when I had my job at Channel Twenty Six, and my my life was like, you know, hitting full stride. It's just that inside, man, I was mm -hmm. I was a wreck, and again, for her to still be here is like a whole different level, man. And and like what you guys said, like it's like why, why, why is this happening? Mm -hmm. Until you reach the end of the line, it's like, okay, here's why. Mm -hmm. Right. And you realize that that's just a new beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, like the end of the line is just like, wow, we, we're starting this. Okay, now yeah. I got all this. Yeah. Like, now we're starting over. Yeah. And that's one thing I asked him when we talked. And I think I, this, I threw this man for a loop. I was like, dude, would you change anything that happened to you then? Mm. Yeah. You know, this dude, he's like, oh, 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 oh. he couldn't get it out. You know, and that was like the hardest question. The next day, I called him. I was like, Bro, "I hate you." Yeah. Like, <laughs> the first thing I was like, "I gotta look like this for the rest of my life, but it's cool. I'm good. I don't, I, I don't wish it away." I was like, "Because when he called, I'm like, what's up, fish?'" Every time he's like, "Dude, I hate you. I, like, I hate you too. Why, why do we hate each other?" And then we talk, you yeah. know. And I mean, I feel like that's kind of. I had to ask myself that question. You know, would I change anything? Not no, because now that I'm healing, mm -hmm. part of me is like, I kind of wish I was still struggling because it made me appreciate the little little trivial things mm -hmm, that we don't mm -hmm. and i'll be honest i'll be open that the hardest thing for me to do man was to get up and go use the restroom wipe my own ass i couldn't i really couldn't mm -hmm. it, and if i did that my lungs would shock my my body would not receive oxygen and i'm, I'm having to use three tanks just to shove air down my lungs and i couldn't recover you know, and I'm like almost dying, blacking out because I'm just trying to wipe my ass. Yeah. Or I'm trying to brush my teeth or I'm trying to eat. You know, and that's how death was. And again, for her to, you know, be by my side and do all that, mm -hmm. you know, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, I really, I took my first full shower, wow. you know, after four months, you know, and, and it goes, those little things we don't think about, those little mm -hmm. things we don't care to think about mm -hmm. you know just getting up and getting water it's like i got up one time when justin was here and i passed out oh. you know i got up just go to the restroom was like you know that's yeah. just my body was just not yeah you know it's like and again to, to look back would i change all that no i won't now mm -hmm. now i'm more curious on why because yeah. mm -hmm. yeah, we're, we're men you know and, and you what did i say the other day 
if you want to be something, you have to go through something. If you want to talk about something, you have to go through something, you know, and, um, (laughs) to be validated, you know, you got to go through it. You got to go through the dirt and you stamped man, you know, and I'm on high alert when I come here, not high alert, like, you know, (laughs) but like for you, like I'm on high alert. Like as soon as I walk through the door, I'm like, all right, I, I'm, I'm on high alert. Mm-hmm. Um, I go right into protection mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to apologize for it, but, oh, and, and, I, and, you know, when you did ask me that question, when I answered, I said, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it because like, it's made me grow uh, every time it's made mm-hmm. me, it's allowed me to, um, to meet amazing people. It's allowed me to understand people mm-hmm. and it's allowed me to take a step back and realize I'm not the most important person in the room, you know? Um, and I'm really happy about that. I'm really happy about that. I like making other people important. Yeah. You know, in that weird that in that moment when it all went down, that's not what we were thinking about. No, we made it very selfish. Mm-hmm. Why me? Why is this? What mm-hmm. the hell? You know. Mm-hmm. And again, now that I look back at it, like you, like we're just like, nah, I won't change it now. Mm-mm. If anything, I don't, I don't I want wish, to. I don't want to. I wish I would have changed my attitude mm-hmm. in that. You know, I really wish I changed my attitude and all that. Cause I was getting real frustrated. I was almost, I almost fought my doctor, you know, and I couldn't even fight, you know. <laughs> you know, throw, you know, throw, 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 right, throw my pudding at him, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it's like I'm at you, you know. But again, I, I wish I would change that, you know. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of where my example has is because been at is that my kids see it. Yeah. Yeah. My kids are they kids. saw the they see the fight. Yeah. They see the fight. They see the struggle. They see um the 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 non the fact that we don't quit. They see that we keep mm-hmm. going. They see that we help people. They see that we um like think of like all these other things and, and we're last. Yeah. And we ev- they even see that we're putting them first, you know? Yeah. And you know, you know what's crazy though, is I'm sitting here and I'm just listening to you guys talk about this. I think that happiness is and because i've always had this 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 thought of happiness and like you said this this thought it's like wait a minute by me saying i'm not happy when i'm enjoying this moment right now being happy Mm -hmm. even if it's short-lived all right there is happiness so Mm -hmm. for me to say like oh man i don't really experience happiness that maybe that that is that is a, a, a overall sense, but looking at that and enjoying this moment and being happy, that if I were to go away from this and say like, man, we're laughing and we're having a good time and I'm not happy, what does that say to the people that I'm around? Like, mm. man, we were having a good oh, time wow. mm. instead of feigning, like not even feigning, but but mirroring. That that is a true feeling that I'm noticing right now. I haven't thought about it like that because then it's like, imagine how my wife must feel if she's like, dude, you're never happy. Yeah. Imagine my kids feel, Dad, you're never happy. Mm-hmm. And then, but to think about it now, it's like, wait a minute, wait. There are moments of happiness in my life that is just not. It, it, everyone experiences happiness in different ways. This is my happiness. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, so that that is some pretty profound that I never really thought about. I like literally that. wrote that the other day. Wow. I literally wrote. There's a difference between being happy and happiness, mm-hmm. and everybody experiences happiness 
in different ways, in different right. fashions. I can't believe that you just said that, dude. It just, that gives me goosebumps thinking about it. Cause it like, I just, I literally just wrote that. Yeah. I think it's in my, it's in my journal. Words. Words. Hey, <laughs> words. <laughs> By the Part way, two. 2022, look out for my book. It's called Words. <laughs> what camera? Check one, check two. Words. That's it. Whispering just, just words. words. Yeah. yeah. No, not even numbers, not even page numbers, nothing. <laughs> just words. Yeah. That's <laughs> I love hilarious. It. I love it. I love it. Well, oh, um, I mean, I don't know. I, I think we've, you know, we covered a lot, man. You know, and I see your shoes. I like your shoes. Oh, yeah. You the know, native way. Yeah. And uh, you are Native American. Yeah. Part, yes. Part. Yes. Uh, how much? Uh, my grandma, I'm, I'm around 16 from the 23 and me, mm -hmm. but it's weird how, how that rolls. It's like, when you're when you're when something's hidden for so long and we knew with my my family would always tell me but you know my grandma was the the ethnicity that she is like you could like yeah she's definitely more native than that than that test will show yeah um and <clears throat> just for it to be wiped away from us and that's why now it's like i start to look into the culture and like i do want to give back part of that at-risk community is like especially Native american mm -hmm. culture yeah. you know what i'm saying there's a lot of of you know you got extremely wealthy tribes and then you got tribes that, that are not and and like and and i've talked to many people uh a, a guy and as crazy as it sounds he's is it are we getting that time fit? yeah I'm gonna, yeah, get, I'm gonna get. Yeah, I'm, gonna get, I'm, gonna get I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get grounded real quick. <laughs> yes, Jonah, yes, sorry. Yes, but he's he's carving these. Uh, the he's a he carves stone in I think North Dakota, South Dakota. He's Lakota, and he carved this thing. And I this was when I first met him like six months ago, and, and he sent me a picture and he goes, "This is you," and I was like, "What? What are you talking about?" He goes, "I carved this however many years ago I gave it to this lady. She asked me to carve this specific mm. and he goes, and it's you. And I was like, he go, and I'm like thinking he, and, and he, he said some, some things that I was just kind of like, damn, like that's, that's what you're seeing. And he goes, yeah. man, I don't know a lot of people like you in yeah. this world, like in, in, in this world. So when people look and, and I think that, you have a certain sense, but it can run deep That's in you. You know man. what I'm saying? It can run I'm really deep, it. no matter if it's like 16% or 100%. Yeah. When it runs in you, it runs in you. And, and you, there's, there is no like... Like I feel like oh just because yeah. I'm this percentage you know what I'm saying so and that's why I, I wear these so I can I like those I, I saw those like those you know what I mean I want to connect with the earth because a lot of people like when if God is in everything then why want to why I want to like stop him from entering me like yeah through the floor through the ground through the grass through Dang. whatever I wow. want as many as as much as I can connect the easiest way to feel him is through the human spirit. But if I could touch a piece of wood or I can pet an animal or, or like look at a tree, like all this stuff has the most highs imprint mm. on it all. And I want it. I want as much as I can of it. You know That's what I'm saying? Because the only reason why I was saying that too, man, because I at least seen that because I remember we were talking about it earlier, you know, because I know a lot of white people claim they're Cherokee or Apache, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like, but you explain that, you know, yeah. but. John, he's like, I'm Cherokee. Do a lot of people claim Apache? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I, there's, really? I there's thought some, it was Cherokee was the most. Yeah, I know. I've seen a pa I've heard Apache, man. Okay. But I'm native. I'm half. I'm from, like I said, Yakima, Washington, Cedar okay. Woolley. Because yeah, my yeah. mom, my aunties and uncles are the last full bred. I don't know how far. I mean, they were clapping cousins' cheeks or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> you know, but it, it, for some reason. That's so dirty. Yeah, it is, you yeah. know. But I don't know. But again, I know my aunties and uncles were are the last full bred. So me wow. and my siblings are half. Wow. You know, and so that's kind of really, I, I buy, I want, I buy from you too. That's pretty dope. But I think I want to continue 
you know, this tradition of what we always do is give our last thought to people that listen and watch. After because it's a lot of information. Mm-hmm. I know Johnny Fisher's gonna get spanked when he gets home because eh, he's late. We're grounded. You know, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be where I need to be exactly on time. Yeah, you know. So let's. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Right. You now. know. Let's. Um. Last thought. Where's anybody listening, watching, based on what we talked about today, and you know, and everything, all this information, man. What do you want to tell people listening and watching, man? As as a believer, as a non-believer, as someone in darkness, in light, in pain, and not and. What are your last thoughts? As, as come as you are and love freely. Mm. Like Straight that. up. That's it. Mm. That's pretty. What about you, Faith? Oh, sorry. Um, I just, I, that's, I love that. That's great. Um, I love the, I love how much you love your community. Um, and I guess if, uh, what my takeaway is um, like you, through our town, you kind of, and the things that I've been through, like you've kind of helped me understand my community more and help me like want to be better in my community, help people out, um, start coaching, like, and not, not, not a sport, but like in life. Mm. And, um, you know, this is, this is the time to do it. Like, yeah. here we go. I have, I have part two coming up, man. And I'm excited. I'm ex- I'm so excited. I'm excited about this, and um, just I love to come as you are, and and love freely is great. Um, but like Sean, you do so much for our community, and I just love how humble you are. Um, you you do a, you do a lot more than what you think, dude. Yeah, you're a good dude. Yeah, same here. Thanks for coming on, man. I really appreciate your me. time. I know um, time is important. You know, so I want to make sure. We respect that here, man. But we're always down to go. Was it right there? You'll see there's 241 hours of podcasts we can record right now. So, if, you know, Johnny might get spanked, but we can still go, <laughs> we can still go at it. But That's um, awesome. You know, again, but I think my last word, man, people listening and watching, you know, um, it's, it's kind of hard to say enjoy the moment even when it's not the best moment. You know, I, and it's like not—it's not like the buck up, buttercup, pick yourself up by the bootstraps, and you know, and get through it. No, it's like I really now I want to find—I want to find my growth on why it's for me. You know, things happen for you for a reason or to you for a reason, and now I think in that I—I want to start looking for that more. You know, mm-hmm. I think anybody listening and watching, you know, I hope you can do the same thing. You know, and be that person when you walk in the room you see someone sad hurt upset anything you know go take that on with them so they don't feel alone so they know they're not alone you know and give them that validation that you know that you know hey man there's some dope people out here still you know if we can be dope then this world can be oh yeah you know and so and i feel like that would be my last not giving information because i know we can talk about a lot more Mm -hmm. i'm down for a part two y'all down for a part part two two, man You know, we love to go on your podcast and, yeah, hell yeah. you know, really, you know, whatever questions you have, man. And we yeah. can, I'm, all, I'm always up for anything. All right. You know, I have no shame. <laughs> Y'all, you haven't seen me in my full 100, man. <laughs> you know, this is like 5%. It was, it was hard. <laughs> Seriously, this is five. Yeah, you it's know, like maybe six. When we, were in the, when we were in the living room and you guys were cracking up laughing, I got up. Cause it's hard for me to laugh. Yeah. I can't get that deep laugh. Oh. So it's like my laugh now is like, <laughs> like the that's dude that's like Key and Peele when he's like, 
Yeah, I can't. I can't even do that. It's like it's like that movie, yeah. but my laugh is just like a spur. Oh, like, huh? yeah. But I can't laugh just that constant because yeah. it's hard for me, man. And I really, again, y'all haven't seen me a hundred percent yet. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a joke. Usually, I'm a joke. This is kind of heavy for me today, but I'm I know, a, jo- I'm a jokester. I like, I, yeah, it's it's good to, for, I think, for for everybody to to like get to know, you know, oh, yeah. who, who folks oh, yeah. are and stuff, and yeah. and. and and uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think I think next time we could we could have a little bit more fun. I'm, I'm yeah. over for it, man. I know yeah. I'm, I'm a sports fan. Y'all see Patriots fan. Oh yeah. You know I'm a big Pats fan, man. You know Tom Brady to the day. Ooh. You know, but seriously, man. But again, thanks for coming on, Sean. Absolutely. Man, I appreciate thanks for having it. Me. Appreciate Fish. It. Yep. Catch you another time. <laughs> you know, you yeah. You guys saw the old guy joke there. But nice. again, everybody, thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Stand, you know, stand buy on what we got coming out man a lot of real stuff a lot of fun stuff coming out you know we definitely want to always connect with you guys and definitely man put some dope podcast out just for you you know again a podcast is a podcast anyone can do it but if you can be relatable and connect with people man i feel like that's what gives you an extra edge and i feel like that's what we got yep you know so again my name is jose cruz and we'll see you guys in the next one